0: Hello, and welcome to The Business of Authority. I'm Jonathan Stark.
1: And I'm Rochelle Moulton.
0: And today we're going to talk about leading versus exploring. Hmm. I'm
1: so excited about this one, Jonathan.
0: (laughs) So, dear listener, Rochelle and I have actually been batting this idea around for probably three or four weeks after both independently uh, listening to an interview with uh, Derek Sivers, who mentioned that he... I think, I don't know the exact quote, but he said something to the effect of, I'm not a thought leader, I'm just exploring. And bo- it was struck both of us. It was funny because it was, you know, we, we're like, oh, I have a great idea. I heard this thing. <laughs> well,
1: you know what, though? What I want to remind us is what he said, part of what he said was, he likens what he does to being in the deepest, darkest jungles of Peru, like hacking things out with a machete.
0: Like Paddington.
1: Yeah. And he said, <laughs> you know, that's not a leader. You know, a leader says, we're going to go over there. Come with me. And he said, I don't do that. I'm, you know, I'm hacking a path out of the jungle. Mm. And so it just, it hit both of us yeah. just like pow right between the eyes. Yeah,
0: it was striking. So that got us thinking about it. And I sent a couple of emails to my list that were somewhat related. They were a little bit more like personal slash business direction, but but there seems to be a correlation there, so or, or a connection. And... There's this phrase, so just for context. There's this phrase that I hear a lot in my circles: uh, "You can't steer a parked car," and that's true. But I don't believe that that means you should just drive the car to start steering. You should first decide where you're going to go, (laughs) because like, how do you you get to a red light? Like, what do you do? Flip a coin? You're gonna go right or left? Like, if you don't have any idea where you're going, then you know. you're not going to get there right yes yeah and and so a few people rightly uh, replied like well what about wandering around sometimes wandering around is good and I, I 100% agree with that if you don't know where you want to go and you decide to explore wander around knowing that you're wandering around that i think is great that is not that's not what i'm talking about what i'm talking about is someone who thinks they're on a journey and they think they're going somewhere but they've actually never defined the place they're going but they're turning left and turning right and stepping on the gas and stepping on the brake as if they're going to get somewhere and they're not absorbing what's around them. They're not doing what I would do if I was purposely on walkabout or whatever you (laughs) want to call it. They are, it's like they're, they're doing the worst parts of both things. So they're kind of like ignoring outside signals. They're not receptive to outside signals. They're just busy. It's like the difference between business and productivity.
1: That's the worst. Just. busy busily driving around
0: yeah busy in pursuit of nothing so just like getting by or passing time and and so burning gas burning gas yeah (laughs) time money everything so that that's the thing that that it's sad to me that that's depressing when you see somebody who's just kind of like flailing around and after a while most people start to get this feeling like i'm not getting ahead or i'm feeling stuck or um just this kind of like this sense of their wheels spinning to keep, with the metaphor. So today we want to kind of explore, explore the <laughs> the continuum between uh, sort of leadership, uh, you know, thought leadership, being a, an authority or recognizing your space versus exploring uh, your space and why you might want to do that and what the different I think the different qualities of it are and we've got a we've got a map metaphor we're gonna lay on (laughs) you to try and make it a little more tangible um okay so
1: where shall we start
0: yeah i guess i guess let's start with the thing that i think is easiest to understand and i think probably most people listening aren't interested in but it's it's (laughs) the kind of well just to just to like have a baseline Mm
1: -hmm.
0: let's say you wanted to let's say you wanted to have a successful franchise business. This is well-trodden territory, and is no mystery about how to do it. You go on a franchise dot com. You find something in your area that you know is in a price range that you can afford. You're like, oh, there's a Dunkin' Donuts for you know one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. You go to the bank. You get the money. You follow the steps. You open the Dunkin' Donuts. I mean, it's not it's not rocket science. So there's there's uh, a goal, a vision, a destination, you want to be running a franchise business that, you know, whatever throws off X amount of profit per year, you're going to buy a franchise to do it. There's so you, you've got a destination, you 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 know, you know, where you are, you know, where the destination is. And there is a detailed map of how to get oh, from yeah. where you are to where you want to go. So that's, I think that's like, a, if you imagine a spectrum between um going on a journey and wandering around on the other end then the going on the journey to something that's been done by lots and lots and lots of people and has a step-by-step process that's kind of like a map that's kind of like me wanting to drive from new york to la I just get a map and and you know (laughs) i'm picturing a paper map which is kind of comical but you know (laughs) plenty of times i could i've driven across not across the country i've driven the 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 length of the country i've driven to michigan uh, um you know you can go on a long drive even with just a plain old paper map because you know where you are mm-hmm. you know where you're going and you've got all of the all of the landmarks and all of the the routes right in front of you so you know maybe there's going to be a detour here and there that's not on the map but it's it there's just nothing to it it's just a question of of getting the car going so that's the that's the far left-hand side the far right-hand side of just wandering around like I don't know where I want to go I just want to have fun exploring I want to be open to the experiences around me it's the you know not all who wander are lost from the Lord of the Rings you are purposely um, opening up your mind to new experiences and you whenever I've been in this situation I've I have this like um, a very heads up feel where if I'm if I'm on a journey between New York and LA. I'm going to be heads down. Let's make good time. Let's get there. No distractions, no stopping to see the second largest ball of wax in Oklahoma (laughs) or whatever. (laughs) Like, let's just get there. Let's get to the destination as quickly as possible, which is what probably people don't like going on road trips with me but you think (laughs) so very it's very heads down there's not Mm -hmm. i'm not there to enjoy the ride i'm just trying to get to the destination on the on the other end when i am more wandering around and this would be in my life this would be when i was sort of like living in a van playing music on the street trying to sell cds then you know i'm gonna be really receptive heads up looking around not in a rush just like taking things in making connections that's that has a lot to do with it like connecting with um like nature, people, reality, all of these things and just being super duper receptive. But I knew that it was like, uh, I don't want to say a phase, but I knew I was doing that. So it's very heads up versus very heads down.
1: It's a little bit like um, I used to do these trips to Europe for like just a week. And I would land someplace and I would make no plans and I would have a little journal and I would draw pictures. I'd look in the windows to see all the, you know, the beautiful handcrafted things they had or I'd walk in parks or I'd go through a museum and you let it kind of go through you, mm-hmm. if yeah. you will. It's being open to that because you don't have a map. Mm-hmm. There is no map. I mean, there's, you might not have a an, little pedestrian guide, but uh, you, you don't care. It's just right. so if you get lost, you can get back home.
0: Right. You're not trying to get somewhere. Not, like for me, it's always about getting inspired and um, uh, sort of laying the, not the groundwork, but like sort of welcoming synchronicity and coincidence and luck and um, yeah, and just like connection, like not to get too trippy, but... Uh, it it's really like my mind would be super open, my senses are super open, and yeah. it's like, and you just follow your. I'm not going to say follow your bliss. I almost said <laughs> follow your bliss. That's
1: my job. Yeah, I'm that's your job to say that exactly. stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you just you just use your internal compass. Like, what do I want to do today? What do I want to do right now? Oh, maybe I'll stop at this cafe. Like, it doesn't. And there's no um, there's yes. no hard driving. Like, we gotta do this or do that. So you know, I think. You know I love that I think it's great if that's if that's where you're at and like you said with your journal and also you know Derek Sivers is like very into like thinking deep thoughts like like questioning everything going past the surface level obvious answer to anything. like well what, what if the opposite of that were true you know and like just kind mm-hmm. of having this internal thought constant internal thought experiment uh, where really nothing is set in stone great I think that's great if you can if you can fund your mission if you can get through life with that uh, sort of exploratory approach actually sounds pretty good
1: (laughs) well or you have phases where you do that like you know if you decide that maybe your business model isn't working and you need to pivot so you start to open yourself up to what other things could i do or there's external circumstances in your life maybe uh you start a family or mm-hmm. you, you for whatever reason, you have to move to a different city than you've been in and you have to figure out, well, how do I make it here? And what does that mean for my business? So you have all these outside events, mm-hmm. too, that can make us kind of stop and think and look at things differently.
0: Right. Yeah. And then so here the, the middle. So those are the, the two ends. You've got this like hard driving mapped out, getting to a destination. And then you've got the opposite. This really heads up open to the universe, wandering and then in the middle, I think is where where people get so hung up. Like there's so many ways to get hung up in between those two spots mm. where the I, I feel like the the very middle is when you know where you wanna go, but you have no map at all. So you can see, I know where I wanna go. I wanna be like that, or I wanna have a business like that, or I want to, whatever it is. You've got some, mm-hmm. some really clear vision of the future of the future, you or the future world or whatever, just you got some clear vision of the future. And you have no idea how to get there. There's no map, there's no nothing, you just have a compass. So you, you can always, you can always sort of like, as you're, as you're, I almost said wandering, as you're moving toward that goal, you can get off track and you could, you know, get lost for a little bit. But if you've got this compass, like you can always see that point and just keep course correcting. If you have enough time and money, eventually you will get there. So, so the
1: vision is the compass in that scenario.
0: It's the it's sort of the it's sort of like when you when you um, it's probably straining the metaphor, but it's it's the it's when you're in the trees and you can't see the you can't see the mountaintops. So you're in the trees, you can't see the mountaintop, you know it's there, you saw it from home, mm-hmm. but now you can't see it from where you are, so that's where the compass comes in. So you just look at the compass and you keep going in that direction because you knew it was north. You know, it was north of where you were, so just keep going north. And you could actually, if you had a good pair of shoes, you could walk from New York to L.A. without a map with just a compass. You would just have to, you just keep going west. And eventually Mm -hmm. you would, if you did not run out of time, money and shoe leather, (laughs) you would get there. Even though you can't Mm -hmm. actually see it. You know it's there. You know it's over there. You can't see it from where you are. But it would work I mean you don't you don't have to have the map you can make the map as you're going so that and that's where the the sort of hazy part is so in the middle I think there are people uh, kind of walking around feeling a little productive when they're really just busy they don't mm. they don't know where they're going they don't know where they want to go or at least it's way too vague the vision of the future is way too vague like I want to be comfortable financially <laughs> you know like it's really vague and, uh, and, and they're not open to enough new experiences to actually, that, that would potentially help them get there or help them define the vision more clearly. Oh, that's actually what it is for me. Like when I go through a wandering phase, it's me trying to find a new destination. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. I get yeah. this. Have you ever had someone ask you, like, how do you know what you like? How do you know what you want to do? How do you know? Wow. Yeah. No, I, I get that. <laughs> I get that question wow how do, yeah. how do I know what I like I don't know what I like I get this question and it's like I mean I guess the answer I honestly I think that's the somebody answer who is,
1: hasn't had enough time to explore what they like because they've probably been busy you know, fulfilling other people's expectations
0: right they're usually younger but yeah but, yeah, but not always <laughs> and so I think that's when wandering is a solution it's like purposely wander around Mm-hmm. you know through your you know and i don't just mean you know of course i don't just mean physically in the map metaphor but it's like wander around try things meet new people have new experiences uh indulge your 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 inner like ah, i feel like doing like your inner like whatever like throw your hands up and be like no nah, this is for no reason i'm going to a trampoline park I feel like it. I just feel like mm-hmm. it. And do that. I, that To me, that's the closest thing I've ever come to an answer for like how to figure out what you like or how to figure out what you want. Try it's like, things. Yeah, yeah, just try stuff and you'll notice like certain things are more or less distasteful or tasteful.
1: <laughs> well, and sometimes, you know, you make that choice and other times the choice is thrust upon you. You know, like if you lose a job, and you're like, oh, what do I do now? So maybe you have enough money to just think about it for a month before Mm -hmm. you get crazy about it and you start trying different things and maybe you decide, oh, I've always wanted to start my own business I wonder what that would look like. Mm -hmm. Or, gee, I've done this myself because I love the food business so much. I'm such a foodie about things. (laughs) So I thought, you know, I think I might start a food business. And I didn't. I, and I'm glad I didn't. I think I would be dead broke now if I had. But I, I explored it in great detail and talked to all kinds of people about it and tried different things. I mean, the the journey of exploration was fascinating, and I don't consider it a failure that I didn't pull the trigger. Mm. It was I now? I don't have to wonder anymore. I know.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not not to keep harping on Derek Sivers, but that's an, that's something he talks about when when people uh, are we have this new idea. I know I'm going to be a. Whatever. And so, for people who don't know who he is, he, without getting into the whole backstory, he's set for life, independently wealthy, uh, doesn't, he can do whatever he wants, isn't tied down by hardly anything. He did have a kid, but, um, but barely, you know, before he had a kid, he went through a phase where he had millions of dollars in the bank and had literally nothing to do and no ties to anywhere, any, any place, mm-hmm. any person, nothing. And, and to, to summarize it, he was like, "I don't think that's a good thing." <laughs> in retrospect, <laughs> it, I think there's such a thing as too much freedom. Because then you're like, "Well, what?" I mean, talk about talk about having to decide what you like, you know, decide what, what matters, what you, what you what want matters to you and in your worldview. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah. So if you took away all the constraints that are currently air quotes tying you down, but also anchoring you to reality, like how do you not go insane? Right. Like, how do you not turn into the unibom? Not the unibom, but like living in the woods and just like. Right. So I forgot where I was going with that, though. (laughs) I was talking about Derek. um, Oh, right. So he he when he was in that phase and probably still. When he gets excited about this new idea, he's like, oh, I know, I know, I'm going to start a business that does blah, blah, blah. So then he would, in for, for days, in great detail, research it, write it down, come up with the entire plan, like beyond a business plan. Like I would do this and then this and then this and then I'd have to go over here and to learn a language and, you know, and all of this stuff. And then once he, the, because that maybe maybe it's this way for you, it's definitely this for me. That's my favorite part is planning the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But if you do all of the planning as much as you possibly can up front and then you look at the plan, you're like, mm, I don't know if I really want to do this. Actually, yes, like, It was fun making the yes. plan, but I don't actually <laughs> want to execute on this. That's so your, your restaurant story reminded me of that. Yeah,
1: exactly. Just you look at, of course, I, I love to start things. <laughs>
0: yes, exactly. Yeah. So what are we what are we telling you? We, what I, I think what we're saying is, is I, probably very few people listening to this are going to open a mcdonald's or a dunkin donuts and go down this like really clear path to um entrepreneurship or running a business or whatever you want to call it it's fine obviously if you want to that's great i love dunkin donuts yeah, i love yeah. mcdonald's i don't actually McDonald's. love mcdonald's the kids do so okay great do that it's easy here's your plan you just pay the money and you got it and then on the other end if you're You know, if you're in wandering mode, that's great. Is there a reason you're in wandering mode? Are you probably, you probably, for me, there's usually has, this almost kind of defeats the, it's almost like a paradox. Like there's not a specific reason or there's not a destination, but there is a reason. Like I'm doing that because I'm just in that mode. Like I'm in that mode because I'm in between things. Like I'm, and I'm looking for the next thing. But Mm -hmm. I'm not, it's hard to describe it. I'm not looking for it i'm opening myself up to the next thing so that i'm like really really conscious internally of what things uh, i enjoy and don't enjoy and which things i get excited about and don't get excited about and and when you're in this real fluid state it's easy there's no um there's no sunk costs there's no inertia you're just floating and it's really easy for you to float in new directions or change directions and then once st- something starts to solidify for me then i'll i go back to that middle the middle is at the point where i've discovered this vision i'm like oh i i now i know what i want to do next i want to try this and then i get into that like you know head down new york to la let's make good time mode and and i may or may not have a map i usually don't Um, There are people who have gone there before me and I might try and get in touch with them or, you know, have them holler to me from the mountaintop. How do I get across (laughs) this gorge? And, you know, and try and uh, sort of like, I know the immediate area around me map-wise, but then when I get to the edge of what I can see and that sort of mapped out area, I kind of have to consult the compass or I can look up at the mountaintop and say, okay, I need to go that way somehow and then look down at the ground. And so it's this it's this back and forth oscillation between keeping your eyes on the prize and the big picture, make, you know, ensure that you're keep going in the right direction, but then you have to look down at the ground and get super tactical like jump over that branch, go under that tree and you know those sorts of things.
1: You're drawing the map.
0: You're yeah, you're drawing it as you go with perhaps assistance from someone who is farther along than you, which is kind exactly. of what we do. That's what we do basically. It
1: is. It is, because we all learn from the people who've gone before us, we just might choose different people to pay attention to.
0: Mm -hmm. Or in a a different path to the woods.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm thinking it's kind of like, you know, when you describe it as a spectrum between leading versus exploring, it's almost a spectrum of expertise or a spectrum of authority, right? It's Mm -hmm. like if you're on the exploring side, you might be collecting some things that wind up contributing to your expertise and authority, but you're not really leading anybody anywhere right and then as you move you know left on the spectrum towards more leading versus exploring that's when you really start to use some of the you know the tools mm-hmm. of authority and you start sharing and you in your case you know you build the map mm-hmm. or you draw the map i should say draw the map
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: and and your map like if you if you compared yourself to someone who was interested in the same thing, but maybe described it differently, your maps might have some commonalities, but they'd be different.
0: Yeah. Well, so just to torture the metaphor. (laughs)
1: Oh, we already have.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's, here's how it feels to me in reality, because almost nobody's going to the, maybe it's fair to say nobody's going to the exact same mountaintop. So in a coaching situation, I feel like I know how to climb a mountain like the one that you're shooting for, but it's not the same mountain. So the exact same map's not going to work. But I can I can definitely tell you what gear to buy, how to tie your boots so you won't get blisters, how to rappel down a cliff face. You know, like I can teach you all the things that you need to climb a mountain that's like the one I climbed, but it's still a different mountain. Mm. So the the – because a lot of times people want you to be like – where should I put my foot now? Okay, how about now? And it's like, you know, at a certain point, you need to... Um...
1: Then you buy the franchise.
0: Exactly. Yes, That's exactly. what you need,
1: you buy the franchise. Right.
0: So there needs to be some... Um, I mean, it's, what you're trying to do when you get someone who's like climbed a lot of mountains and, and you're like trying to get their advice or help guide you on your trip there still needs to be a certain adventurer in you like if you don't have any adventure in you you get do the franchise thing it's or get a job it's like nothing wrong with that
1: Yeah, exactly
0: right so but it, but you probably probably everyone listening to this is not planning on getting a job uh, so <laughs> there you know there needs to be There needs to be some adventurer in you because you're going to have to make decisions. You're going to go to a dead end or you're going to have to backtrack and go back around. Like it's going to happen. You're going to Mm -hmm. and and people are like, well, I don't want to waste time doing the wrong thing. And I'm like, look, you you're prepared. You have all the gear you need. You do know where you want to go. There are going to be some, you know, missteps and wasted time and backtracking. It's going to happen. It's like part of the deal. So because yeah. I get a lot of people that are paralyzed, they're just standing there and they're like, well, I'm at a fork in the road, which which one's the right one to take? I'm Like, I don't know. You know, in this case, I don't know. You just have to pick like, you know, I'll, maybe I'll ask three or four questions and then the answer is unclear from all of them. Like, all right. I don't know.
1: Oh, I I talked to a a friend of a friend yesterday who had asked my advice on um, selling multiple households of things online. And we talked through it all, and she's just a prodigious researcher. She'd done all of her research, and she had very specific tactical questions. And then when she was done asking her questions, she said something like, well, um, it's just so hard to get started. Like maybe I should research some more. And I said, no, (laughs) here's what you do. The next thing you're going to do is pick one thing that can leave the house that you don't really care that much about, but that will be a win financially. So not the most expensive thing, not the cheapest thing, and you're going to list it and that's what you're going to do next. And so we when we and I had to laugh, you know. So we got off the phone, she was going to list one thing. And I guarantee because she's a very successful person that once she starts doing that, it'll she'll probably be the queen mm-hmm. of selling household stuff online, but yeah. You yeah. just have to you have to take action.
0: Quick win. Yeah, at a certain point you just have to try. You know, I yeah. mean, ideally at least for the people I work with, you know, they've got families and they've got, and they're doing pretty well. Like they have money, but they don't want to like risk it all to make this. You know, so it's like, yeah, make stage bets, take smaller risks, and that's you know, I come in to help you not step on a landmine, like really just fall off the cliff. So it's, you know, I can be, I can tell you like, no, that is definitely the wrong way to go. <laughs> if you want to go to this place, if this is the place you're going, you definitely do not want to do X, Y, and Z. But between A, B, and C, which could all work it's really up to you you know there's no there's there's no definite uh no definite right way to do it you know it's like so pick the one that seems the easiest or the most fun or is going to give you a quick win because they all could work
1: well i think it's also how you choose the thing that you want to be expert in right it's like how do you want to teach other people and you know because you could be a franchise consultant you could, people could hire you, even though, you know, McDonald's or Dunkin' Donuts have, you know, reams of pages about what to do. You could be a consultant to help people pick that out or something like that. So you could have something that's very, uh, that's in a box, right? Mm-hmm. And so, and it's very step one, step two, step three, step four versus, and a lot of technical consulting can be like that, especially if you're you're advising on something with, that has legal ramifications. So you can only do it this way Right. The government is drawn a box around and you're going to hire the expert or you are the expert to talk about that versus, you know, these different parts of the spectrum where you can't give someone the exact map step by step by step. It's Mm -hmm. you have to help them in different ways. And, you know, I just think that we naturally gravitate to different points on this spectrum. And even if right now you're in in an explore phase, that doesn't mean that's where you're going to stay. It's probably in preparation to pick another point on the spectrum where you're going to take your idea and your business and start to lead with it Mm -hmm. versus explore it. Yeah. I I feel like
0: maybe this is maybe this is me revealing personal bias, but I feel like the explore phase is that's like where artists live. and funding the mission is really tricky there, really tricky. Uh, because the thing the thing with exploring is that it's very self-centered. And I don't mean that in a selfish way. It's just focused mm-hmm. on the self, right. So it, you trying to think of an example where someone explores, in service of others and i'm coming up blank so if you're in a service business it's probably i mean i suppose you could move in from the you know r&d is kind of like that
1: Um, creative in advertising you know creatives art directors writers you're exploring
0: Mm, but
1: it's not it's not you're exploring with with a mandate
0: right so to me that's not quite the same thing that's creativity and exploring i'm I'm definitely those are two different things in this in my mind in this case it's more a state of mind where you are open to anything in, in a very fluid uh almost purposely directionless you're just following this like faint whiff of something that's attracting you and it's like it's like the tree, like it sounds like a fun place to be honestly and and i've always enjoyed it when i've gone through those phases but for me it's always been a phase back to somewhere closer to the center what
1: what you're going to do well you know what's interesting though is is maybe the far right is a place that you just you know the full exploration mode is a place that you you move in and out of yeah. but i think there are places between what you describe kind of the center and that far right end where Um, And I think as an example, like you're really interested in an idea, but you haven't been able to exactly formulate it as a vision. Mm -hmm. So you start doing research about it and you start really studying it and you listen to people differently. I'm thinking, I'm watching a client go through this right now. And his big idea has been shifting over the last two years and the way he asks, the questions has changed mm. as he pulls in this information. So I kind of view him as being on that exploratory trail. He he's he kind of has the vision now, but he didn't really have it for a couple of years there. He just knew there was something.
0: Right, you could sense and, it. Yeah,
1: yeah, and he didn't go full on explore. I mean, he you know runs a business, he has employees. You know, he's uh, written some books, he does some speaking, so he had stuff he was working on. But this was kind of taking up some space in the background Mm -hmm. as he was thinking about it. I I, I see that a lot with, with people, especially when we're already doing something that takes up a lot of our time Mm -hmm. and, and we haven't been pushed out of what we're doing. Right. So we're not just going to like completely leave whatever we're doing as our day job, but we start, you know, it's that little niggling feeling (laughs) that you, you know, you want to start to explore maybe like when you made your shift into what you do now. Yeah. I've heard you describe it. It sounds a little bit like that.
0: Yep. Yeah, it was this, it was this? Uh, I don't want to, it sounds negative to put it this way, but it was like a nagging thing that kept coming up and people kept mm-hmm. asking for help with and a lot of curiosity around it. A lot more curiosity around, around, you know, ditching hourly billing than there was around like media queries for responsive web design. Like you just look that up. You know, this, the, the stuff I was talking about was ungoogleable. So people were like, wanted to talk to me about it and and figure out even the stuff that you could find online or the books were really dense. And they were like, I just, you know, I I can't apply that. I don't know how to apply that to my life. So Mm -hmm. it kept bubbling up, nagging in the back of my mind. And then eventually I was just like, this is, I'm just going to put out a book so that I can just kind of answer these questions once for all. And then people are just more and more attracted. to. I was like, hmm, kind (laughs) of, kind of obvious what to do next. I mean, but I already, I already have my, I already, I don't want to say no, but I already have a plan for my next thing after this. So like, I know my superpower, uh, that is a superpower of mine. I know so many people that don't know what they want to do. And so, you know, I guess in this in this model, it's kind of like, you know, in the context of this conversation, it's like, well, are you the type, are you a more adventurous type or not really? Because if not really, you do something that's got a, a really clear path, like a really clear, well-marked path and just go do that. You'll probably be super happy. But if you want to be more adventurous, then maybe wander around, for
1: embrace it i mean that's the thing and i know it's so easy to say when you're not in the middle of it but when you embrace the not knowing and you go, you know what? I guess I just don't know right now. So I'll just pay attention and see what what signs I see that might be interesting. Right. And you start looking at rabbit holes. And you know, I know that's hard if you're, you're struggling with putting food on the table. Yeah, I'm not dogs talking and about kids. That. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about that scenario, but where you just you know what you're doing isn't working, mm-hmm. and you want something else. It's like you just you have to love that not knowing. Yeah. Or if it'll you wanna... make you crazy.
0: Yes. Right. It's like that middle ground being in the middle, stuck in the middle with no, um, you know, busy, but not productive. You you know, lots of tactics, no strategy, no objective. Mm -hmm. That's a that is terrifying to me. That is that's the scary place. It's like, don't don't stay there either go well because
1: then you're not being open because you're so busy with stuff that doesn't matter that you can't be open when something does cross your path
0: yeah you won't notice it because you, you got your nose to the grindstone but in service of nothing except for you know getting by but so. it's,
1: it's scary I mean, I've worked with a lot of people that feel that way and then it's like but if I'm not busy who am I
0: totally yes
1: It's like, I mean, (laughs) deer in the headlights. But, you know, there's all sorts of techniques to get through that. But the point is that it's a gift you give yourself is to go to that place. And I'm not saying it feels like a great gift (laughs) when you're giving it. But it it will help you get out the other side because everybody... And let's just talk career for the moment because it's true in life as well. But everybody has those moments in their career. I mean, mine was... should i stay in a big consulting firm and i had this like clear path ahead of me mm-hmm. or should i say forget that i don't want to do what they're telling me i want to do what i think mm-hmm. i really want to do you know so you have that choice and you know and we all have these different choices we have these forks in the road somebody offers you this job and you're like oh man it's got a lot of prestige it has a lot of numbers but gee, i really want to stay focused on my business we mm-hmm. all have them You got to go through that not knowing.
0: Yeah. Yes. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, but you could go, you could just go far left also. So like, Mm -hmm. so like you're faced with this, like um, you're forced into some situation. It feels terrifying. And, you know, and the idea of wandering around for six months is just, you just have too many responsibilities. You're not willing to have that talk with the family and you just want to do something that's. Safer than mm-hmm. buy a business, buy somebody else's business, or you know, get a franchise, or get a different job, or whatever the whatever the case may be. Um,
1: well, wait a minute, though. There's one more. There's there's some more spots, though, because what you're talking about in my mind as I'm listening to is the far left. But there's a mm-hmm. space between where you have the vision that you describe. That's kind of in the middle, mm-hmm. and that far left. Maybe the vision is something. It's, it's still a business, mm-hmm. but it's more focused, like. Um, I don't know, executive coaching, right? Yeah. Everybody knows what that is. There's a process you can go through to get certified by different organizations and you set yourself up and you follow the path that has been, you know, before. Or mm-hmm. leadership consulting, you know, you pick a niche inside that, but you... So there, I think there's some places to the left that are a little bit more uh, time-honored, like maybe it's trading time for money as a software developer. Maybe somebody <laughs> says, you know what? I don't want a big idea. I don't want to do that. I just, for now... Um, my kids are little. Uh, my spouse um, lost their job because of COVID. This is what I need to do right now. But they're still thinking about the other ideas.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? I totally so I, agree. I think with
1: there's that. an option versus going to work for somebody else. You can still create this in your own business, but it just might look a little different.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm just yeah, I was I was just saying logical extreme, logical uh, the the farthest extreme. But yeah, you're right. I agree. It's like there's a it's a totally a continuum and there's there can be different levels of clarity on the destination like you might know what it feels like but you don't know how to articulate it or you might know bits of it but not the whole picture like you know it has a trunk but you don't know if it has a tail it's probably got a couple of legs (laughs) maybe it's an elephant maybe it's a giraffe I don't know wait giraffe doesn't have a trunk where am I so
1: (laughs) it might feel like it if you couldn't see it I suppose so
0: right yeah (laughs) But you might know that you might know that you're never going to have a boss again. You can't stand the idea of uh, being in in some position that you were in the past, and you're positive you want to be your own boss. Well, there's still a lot of haziness around that. There's a mm-hmm. lot of ways to be your own boss. So yeah, there's absolutely a, a range. Um, so you know, to me, it makes everything. It, it has always made everything so much easier when my vision for the future was clear, my desired transformation or like my desired future mm-hmm. state, the clearer I could get with that, the easier it is to do all of the intervening steps. It's just so much yes. easier. And it feels like it feels less, um, even if there's no map and there's a, a, just complete unknowns between where I am and where the, the future state is, even if there's a complete unknowns as long it somehow makes the, for me, I don't know if this is generally true, but for me, it made the journey feel a lot less mm, risky, tedious, painful, because you had this sort of, um, I don't know, you just had the, the vision of the shining city on the hill or whatever, you know, yeah. whatever. It was like, uh, you know, for me, for years, it was Rockstar. I wanted to be the rock star. I wanted to be on MTV. So it was like tangible. It was super clear. It was silly. And it's embarrassing to even say it out loud now, but that was, <laughs> that was the goal.
1: I don't it think was it's silly at all. I could see that being a goal. I, you're a well, musician.
0: It's silly because I would hate being famous. I don't know what I was <laughs> thinking. but but yeah, it was but it was super clear. And there was all sorts of haziness around the tactics, you know, like, well, how do we get the guy at BCN to play our single? You know, there's like lots of really lots of really um un- there are tons of unknowns along the way. but because the goal was so clear, it was pretty easy to was relatively easy to know what was a distraction and what was an opportunity like what was going off in the wrong direction and what was probably the right direction even if it did turn into a dead end it felt like the right d- direction until it failed and then okay backtrack do something else mm-hmm. but it was always like relentlessly driving to the specific goal so when and when that uh, when i you know, first of all when empty MTV ceased to be like I was still, you know. MTV was pro- is probably it's probably it's probably still around in some form, but the MTV that I'm talking about from the '80s disappeared a long time ago. You know, before I ever became famous on MTV. So then there's this phase where it's like, well, what next? And you know, to your earlier point, there was something behind it. There was something behind that rock star goal that bubbled up, and I was like, oh, you know what would be fun now? Like. I could go back to computer programming. Like, that was really fun. I did it when I was a little kid before I even learned guitar. I could go back to that. So that's what I did. And what do you know? You can make a lot more money programming computers than playing guitar. (laughs) Or at least it's easier. The path is much clearer. So, yeah. So I just did that for a while and then bubbled up. A new thing bubbled up. new thing bubbled up.
1: Well, I think that's, you know, not to put too fine a point on it, but I think that's part of the journey is that, like, everybody has periods of exploration and I, I don't think you're alone, Jonathan. I know I feel this way and lots of my clients do. It's like once you have that vision, it's like this thing clicks in your head. Yeah. Oh, so I can do this, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. And not all of them will work, but you have the vision. And you know, and it could be if you're in this temporary situation where you have to work a certain way for your family, the vision is about the success of your family. Mm-hmm. Right. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, once you know that, you know, you're firing on all cylinders and you've taken care of business, so to speak, then you can allow yourself to think about these other things and start at start developing that vision. Because I'm with you. Once you have that vision, everything kind of clicks into place. And it's almost like you don't mind the missteps as much. I mean, you sit there and you go, oh, I wish I hadn't done that. But then you're over it and you go do the next thing like, well, okay, that didn't work. Let's try this next thing.
0: Right, the hard parts are less hard because you're doing them for a reason. Yes. So, it's like it's like yeah, this stinks, but I'm going to be, you know, but it's going to get me closer to my goal or at least it, you know, as far as I can tell, this is the right thing to do right now and it's in service of this larger goal and I don't know this this keeps cropping up in my mind. I don't think it's related. I think it's orthogonal to this discussion, but for me personally, things really clicked when I stopped focusing on me being a rock star or me being a success or a famous uh coder you know like an author i'm gonna be like you know well known for building iphone apps or whatever once i once i actually it clicked with me that oh i'm in a service business so i should serve others like oh Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. like once that clicked (laughs) for me and you know it'd be embarrassing to say how old it was when it finally happened but it was probably late 30s or like right around the time i had kids and it was like oh right and for me that makes it even easier to go through the sort of, like, I don't even, I suppose I don't even notice the the parts that are a slog, the, you know, the daily emails. Some people be like, how do you do that every day? And it's like, it's just in service of a larger goal. And it's like, and for me, I I think it makes it, I, I do think it's different than the conversation we're having. But for me, it's more helpful, more motivating. Um, it It gets me through any kind of, slogs much more easily when i know that it's not it's for somebody else you know well, what that's I
1: mean? the that's the whole idea of the spectrum you know when you're leading you are by definition at least our definition i know we agree on this jonathan when you're leading you are in service to something mm-hmm. whether it's a specific audience whether it's a um the tenets of a particular profession like if you're a cpa you know you've got certain things but you're 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 leading mm-hmm. And you're responsible for others. And yeah, I think once, once we realize that the world is bigger than just us or our immediate circle, that's when it gets pretty exciting, right? Because you can, you can influence and help so many more people than when you think just of or we think, just of ourselves or of a smaller unit. It's, it's exciting.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes it easier, too, like just pract- from a practical standpoint. <laughs> it's like...
1: Yeah, I mean, unless you're a narcissist, you know, it makes it easier.
0: <laughs> Our listeners are not
1: narcissists. I know, I know.
0: Cool, okay, so I think we've gone all the way around the horn here. Did we leave out anything, any stones unturned, so to speak? back to the mountain metaphor
1: I know it's like we have mountain we have roads we have maps um yeah I don't think we I don't think we left anything out I just keep coming back to the drawing the map metaphor it's kind of like are are you drawing the map and and how much of a map are you drawing you know is it is it a few outlines like you know um gee turn turn left at chicago or is it you know really detailed and i think there's room for all kinds of that of places on the spectrum you just have to find the spot that fits your your talents and the things that are exciting you to do in the world
0: excellent on that note
1: (laughs) (laughs) we beat this one (laughs) yeah
0: hopefully hopefully that was helpful dear listener all right well that is it for this week i'm jonathan stark
1: and I'm Michelle Moulton.
0: And we hope you join us again next time for the Business of Authority. Bye.
1: Bye-bye.